0: The Mitchell's Front Page podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. There's been some research which has been undertaken into people's attitudes around working from home and a range of other things to do with COVID-19. And on the line to discuss the research they've undertaken is Sean Byrne from Logitech. Uh, Sean, thanks for being on the program this morning.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: So what did you actually survey? Because I'm looking through these results and uh, it looks like there's a number of different things ranging from whether people like to work from home through to are people concerned about blemishes showing up on video conferences.
1: Yeah, I think um, part of the whole survey was just to get a bit of an idea about how people were feeling about working from home and this change to the new normal and hybrid workplaces. And I think that part of the most exciting thing for me is that 42% of Australians have identified they'd rather work from home than receive a pay rise.
0: So that's quite an interesting headline figure uh, because a lot of people would think that money comes first. Um, How did you pose that question? Was it just sort of tick a box, which would you rather, or does it really depend on, I suppose, how big the pay rise is that's being uh, proposed?
1: Yeah, I don't know the exact uh, layout of the question, but I think... It always would come down to exactly how much. If all of a sudden they were saying $200,000 to catch a train every day to come in a little bit more often, uh, I think we'd all do that. But I think the big thing is that 42% of Australians are saying that they do want to put their family first and come up with ways to stay at home. Um, I think that for me, though, the most important part of that is that we then get an ability to use video conferencing across as as a platform to really look for the best talent and not just about the people that work an hour away from your office you can actually embrace this stuff to go and work in remote environments work a little bit further away from the major cities and still be able to work um, for companies that you want to really uh,
0: work for yeah, well, I know an organisation that um, they hired someone to fill a vacancy and the person lives about 1,500 kilometres away. And uh, I suppose they just hired them simply because they were the best person for the job. They're doing a fantastic job, even though they've never been into the office, never been into the meeting room. They've done everything 100% remotely.
1: And that's perfect. Like when you look at, they reckon that 32% of the time now, we're actually speaking to more colleagues than we otherwise did before. Um, they're reporting, uh, three quarters of respondents in, reported an in, increase in work efficiency from video conferencing. So I think as employers, they really get the opportunity now to sit back and say, well, who's the best person for the job, regardless of their location? And and your, the person you spoke about then isn't the first instance that I've heard about. We hear about that quite often
0: now. Are people saying, and I don't know if you surveyed this, but they'd like to work 100% from home or 50% from home? Is there kind of an ideal amount of time that they would like to spend working from home?
1: There seems to be a hybrid. So there's a lot of people that want to be 100% from home. There's a lot of people that want to be 100% in the office. But I think that we're looking at... the new normal becoming this hybrid type environment where dependent on your function, um, dependent on the amount of time uh, that you need to be with people, then businesses will remain flexible using video conferencing for that to happen. Um, Like if you think of the way video conferencing is enabling people today, my mum, she talks about all the time when she loves getting phone calls from the grandkids, but that's now evolved to she wants to receive a video call from the grandkids, so she can see their see their faces and interact with them. I think that what you're finding is if my mum, who's a little bit older now, is actually embracing it, you can imagine how much it's been embraced by people throughout our working environment to just be as functional as we can be and get the most out of um, our working day
0: video conferencing has come a long way particularly say in the last 10 years it makes you really think about i suppose what would have happened if covid had hit 10 years ago and we didn't have all of these video conferencing platforms but it still does have a way to go doesn't it in terms of uh, being really optimum i suppose being uh, really competitive with meeting someone face to face
1: well it depends on how you define that interaction um we face to face or we i see i've been doing working interviews and recording and and trying to find people to employ uh at the moment and we've been doing all that interaction over zoom um i think that when you look at people and you've got a really good quality webcam you can hear people really well um there is that still that interaction as long as they turn their video on The the big thing is, you know, when you go into a meeting and everyone refuses to turn their video on because they're worried what they might look like and things like that, if you actually embrace it and you get a good quality webcam, decent sound, decent audio, and you can actually maybe do your hair when you get up of a morning, get on the call, and if you embrace it, you get the most out of it. And I think that we're seeing a generational shift because people are willing to embrace this technology. And as they're embracing it, they get the most out of it. Like, it's not about what you say. It's how you're interpreted and how your body language and everything comes across. That's what happens when you meet somebody person to person. But when you're seeing somebody face-to-face on a video call, if you do embrace it and have the best webcam you can get and the good audio, then you can still get the most out of that call. Because you still see the person, you see their body language, you get the opportunity to interact, you get to see their kids running around in the background. 27% of people they reckon do video conferencing in pyjamas. 23% of our tradies knock on the door during a video call. Um, These kind of things happen, but they make us human. And I think that that's the most important thing on a video call. You want to feel human and you want to have that interaction.
0: I think you found in your survey that a proportion of people were happy to do video calls from bed, so people were tuning in and seeing the person, I'm guessing, in bed. I haven't done that just yet. I don't
1: know (laughs) if you've done it yet. No. Um, I I love the fact they reckon 5% do calls without any pants on at all. Um, I certainly wouldn't be doing that, Um, but I think that it's just the way that we can embrace technology and do things a little differently. Um, It's fantastic that I can be on a call right now with yourself down in Geelong having a great conversation about how video conferencing is impacting people. Um, Imagine we wouldn't have been able to do this 60, 70 years ago, but now it's just something we do. So I think that we're going to, as everything continues to evolve, I think video conferencing and seeing people on a camera is just going to become what we do. Um, just like you used to have when you're happy to take a phone call on your mobile nowadays.
0: I think there's perhaps still room. So you talk about the high quality video and yes, the webcam you have makes a difference and uh, the audio is a big thing as well. But uh, I think some of it's also prone to operator error, people forgetting to mute or unmute themselves and background noise and all sorts of things.
1: (laughs) We've all had the operator error issue, haven't we? Um, Like I was talking to people the other day, um, remember when I used to go and do a lot of businesses wearing a suit, and I'd have a different tie, and I'd put a different tie on depending on my mood for the day. Nowadays, it feels like the background I put onto my video call, I give the same amount of thought as I used to when I put a tie on. So it's that interaction with the technology. Um, You have a bit of fun with it, um, and uh, off you go. I think that it is just something that is going to be part of our lives from now on, um, and it's about just having some fun with it. Um, I, I love getting my dogs on a call. My dogs get on a call, bark, carry on, meet the meet, meet the people within my team. And I just think it makes me more
0: more human. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And people actually do like to see that human aspect. And that's something new, isn't it? The fact that the workplace is coming into the home to the point where uh, your colleagues see now what your house looks like. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, unless you put on a really different background. That's but, um, true. we've all we've all we've all seen uh, I think colleagues bedrooms and lounge rooms and all sorts of stuff and it just gives you another another thing to to bond with them over. Um, at our work at Logitech we've got a, a like a thing called a virtual water cooler. So we actually if you're having a bit of a day and you just want to have a cup of tea and that interaction that you used to have in the lunchroom, um, I think what happens is nowadays you lose that. So we've actually produced this water cooler and we send out a little message on WhatsApp saying, does anyone want to have a cup of tea? Does anyone want to grab a coffee? And people, if they're doing some work at their day, jump in, jump into the video call and have a conversation with people, not even in their department, just to have that interaction like we used to have in the lunchroom. Um, And I think that that's still very important that we come up with ways as a business and People generally to still interact with other people in their business.
0: Uh, the case figures have just dropped for Victoria 13 new local cases and two new cases acquired overseas. I think that's about on par with yesterday. So uh, those are the numbers, and uh, we'll see what happens at the government's press conference later today. Um, just in terms of people feeling a bit self conscious, your survey found that 25% of people had altered their appearance. I don't know, is that virtual alteration? Because there's some good filters you can put on now, or is that um, physically applying makeup and such?
1: I think it's a combination of both. Um, people are concerned about um, how they look on video. Um, I used to tell the story that um, when you start putting video onto an eighty-six inch high-definition screen, that you don't need my head blown up that big. Hmm. Um, so I was a bit a bit concerned about that. But um, it's people do that. Like oh, I actually went and had a shave. I had people telling me on calls that I started looking like a bit of a ginger Santa Claus. So I thought, okay, I said, it's time to go and shave the beard. And you know, when you see a little bit more white coming through the beard than you perhaps you really want. So we actually, I, it, I myself went and had a bit of a shave, cleaned up just to be a little bit more presentable on camera. Um, and it's, it's not about vanity. It's just about um, being aware and just making sure that you feel comfortable to be on that camera because you're going to get the most out of it if you feel comfortable.
0: And I suppose this is the normal now, isn't it? I mean, we're in lockdown now, so people have gone back to working from home, but this video conferencing technology and, by extension, I suppose the things that Logitech sells are going to be part of our lives for a long way to come, you would think, and probably never will go away.
1: Yeah, I I do think it's the next evolution, Um, and I talk about that to some people a lot. For me, um, things are evolving and video conferencing is the next evolution in how we do work and how we interact with people Um, for a long time we didn't have computers and everything was on paper then we became quite paperless Uh, there is an evolution in business and i think that um, video conferencing is by far the next evolution that's going to be a part of our futures for a very long time
0: well thanks for being on the program really good to hear about those survey results and we'll continue to see how video conferencing evolves No worries. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you very much. Sean Byrne there from Logitech. The Mitchell's Front Page podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your
1: podcasts.